1: This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Yeah. You know, let's talk about something we could all use more of right now. Sex, great sex. Now, you should know that's not my copy. That's what they wrote. But yeah. I do agree with it in principle. I think we could all use great sex. And sometimes a fella needs a little help there. And what's better than Blue Chew? I mean, you can now increase your performance, get that extra confidence in bed. BlueChew.com.
2: That's blue like the color blue. And BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. Danny, you yes. had a big meal.
1: Yeah. totally cool. Well, because, you know, you go out to dinner with somebody and you're eating and you, maybe you're having like oysters or tacos um
2: ravioli or raviolis
1: and so you're full and
2: now what am I going to do I want to perform can I take it on a full stomach I can but Danny do you ever worry that you're taking something that's not made in the USA
1: constantly
2: but this This, USA. USA all the way it's prescribed online by licensed physicians so you don't have to go to the doctor wait in line and it's even cheaper than a pharmacy and they prepare and ship it right to you in a discreet package. I know that that's a big thing for you. You're tired no. of getting...
1: No, all of, my, you
2: have a, you know,
1: all of my other weird ointments that come in and it's marked and it's like anal fissure cream uh-huh. and everybody sees it.
2: This is discreet. It looks like you're getting a book.
1: Oh, that's great. That's so you special. don't even
2: have to leave the house.
1: And right now we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit Bluetooth.com. And get your first shipment free when you use our promo code, the special code DANNY, D-A-N-N-Y. I'm so proud. My oh, name is I'm so smoke. jealous. Just pay $5 in shipping. Again, that's blue chu.com promo code DANNY, to try it free.
2: Blue is a better, cheaper choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the Doing It with Danny Zucker and Jenny Johnson podcast. Nice. And remember, when you support our sponsors, you help make this podcast possible. So please be sure to use promo code DANNY, at BlueChew.com. D-O-I in
0: apostrophe, I-T-W-I-T, H-D-A-N-N-Y, and J-E-N-N-Y.
1: It was a revolution, guys.
2: It was a it, revolution. And that sounded fantastic.
1: Yeah, that was the best we, on our end. Um, when we hear these things, it's always through that Zoom speaker. And it's it's as though the person taking your order through the drive-through at Arby's <laughs> is, is singing our theme song. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, it's, and it's Roseanne Barr. And it's ro- yeah, it's Roseanne <laughs> Barr I'm doing that. Uh, welcome back to Doing It with Danny Zucker and Jenny Johnson.
2: I'm Danny uh, Zucker.
1: I'm Jenny Johnson, yes. and uh we'll get into everything, but I think first things first, we've got a very special guest here i Jenny's accused me of not researching the guests or not knowing the guests. So like <laughs> a lot of research this time. and I just want to say our guest, he's the um lead singer of one of my favorite bands Smash. <laughs> and I have just from the minute i uh, um I you grew your hair out though, yeah. Right? have this right yeah Yeah.
2: this is this is it he um he's he's not only a talented musician (laughs) and um not a fan of pumpkins
1: yeah he's destructive that's that's my my understanding
2: but aside from his career with the smashing pumpkins (laughs) it's billy corbin it's a documentary it's my friend billy corbin and we will get into all of billy's work so we will just this will be a love fest billy will
1: I, I know you didn't really word the Smashing pumpkins, but, you know, that guy, <laughs> you know, that guy can't make um, cutting edge, fast paced narrative documentaries. I'll tell you that much.
0: I got to tell you, first of all, I've got this like Anya Taylor Joy at the Golden Globes thing <laughs> going on here with the, my hair keeps falling in front of my eye. I'll try to keep that, keep that out of the way. Not not to, not to make you feel insecure about it, Danny, uh, because it, but, now, yes. Uh, we, also, Billy, really
2: a, a cool thing you could do is like what kids do where they constantly do a, a hair toss, you know, where you just yeah, yeah.
0: I do, I do, I do that, uh, do that. <laughs>
2: that's way cooler you,
0: looking, by the way. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I mean, Danny and I, Danny and I, look like the uh, how it started, how it's going meme for, yeah, for like twenty twenty.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I feel it's really, and uh, you, and by the way, if you're just listening to this, I, I, I'm how it started. If you're watching it, you'll know that's not true. The before, <laughs> yeah, I've always been a before. Like, yeah. there's, there's, I mean, honestly i'm always a before i mean unless it's like before he quit meth like then i'm the before but i feel mean, like other-
2: even in the maternity ward when you were a baby they put your like yeah. little yeah. thing and then all the other babies are like this is a before baby yeah and, yeah. After yeah. Babies.
0: and for people who are who are also listening and, and not watching so i'm i i got a room raiders on so i was promoting our documentary uh last year for uh hbo called 537 votes about the 20th anniversary of the Florida recount in Bush V Gore. And we shameless plug there, but, uh, (laughs) I room Raider gave me like a six or like, yeah, like six, six and a half. And, and by the way, on a Miami Dade County public schools curve, that's like a B minus. So that's like really, that's really good. But like, I I would, I needed to up my game a little bit. I feel like it's probably still a little, like it's a little too busy, but I, I put that back there because, for like 15 years, I would always say like, you know, we made documentaries that people watched, not that people gave awards to. Yeah. And D- Danny said the most hilarious and brilliant thing on the the Modern Family the, on the documentary uh-huh. so that 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 which was amazing that okay. went with, such a and such a great idea too, because like the access was like just it was beyond the cast and like yeah. listen. If there, I don't know why there wasn't a doc limited series about the writers' room. I would watch that shit for <laughs> hours or days. Like, oh my god, but it was. But you said something like, um, like that you you went for twenty years of your career, like skillfully avoiding winning winning any awards. Mm-hmm. But like, but that winning awards is better. And like, and <laughs> so, so much better. And it, and it it took us fifteen years to start winning awards, and I fucking agree. So I got that shit. <laughs> no, I got the not- Emmy. <laughs> He's referring oh, to the
1: happy. Emmy over his shoulder. And I, yeah. I, mad respect. If I wasn't thrown out of my house by my wife, they would all be me <laughs> right now. But um, no,
2: you were asked to politely leave. I okay. was.
1: I was. <laughs> I, I willingly left. But, but yeah, you, no, you it, left.
2: did she let you take your Emmys now?
1: When I'm looking for a more permanent place to live, I didn't want to put my Emmys. I, I trust my Emmys are safer in my home right now. <laughs> This um, so, is so, my
0: mine. Mine is on loan from my mom. I gave my Emmy to my mom. Wow. Um, because like I said, like, well, I mean, without you, this wouldn't have been possible. And so mm-hmm. I gave it to her. And then when we when we built this zoom nook this this past year, I had it. I asked my mother if I could get it back, yeah. just just on loan for the zoom period of our life. Lo- I don't know how long this is going to be. It might yeah. be forever. But
2: well, I you're in I, Miami. Like- by the way, you're in Miami.
0: I am. Yeah, like, I just spent the weekend twerking on a police car. Yeah,
2: I was going <laughs> to say you—you you might be in that fucking nook forever because <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm, you're going to have like a one of those like tents they throw over for termites. You're just going to duck and cover. It's like the Cuban Missile Crisis right. is still going on here. Yeah.
1: So, so here's the thing, and this is going to sound—this will definitely sound like a humble brag, but there is a joke behind it, right? <laughs> and it's a humble brag, and it's not even a humble brag; it's a brag brag. So that is—is is that like the first Emmy or the only Emmy you have, and you gave it to your mom? Yes, to both. OK, so you are such a better son. I waited till I got my fifth and final <laughs> Emmy and then said, <laughs> here you go. And then my and then when my mom moved and she moved from uh, Arizona to Atlanta, she's like, I don't want to ship this. Will you like take it? She came out. I held on to it. got. She's, she's in she's in Atlanta <laughs> right now. I have never given it back because I like the way the five Emmys looked on a shelf. So you're a much better son. I,
0: I like I like to think that after each Emmy you went, you know what? My next Emmy I'm yeah. going to give to my mom, and then yeah. just and, and like is at
2: home sweet. with a People's Choice Award now or something?
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, 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 the Cable Ace. She has a uh, um she uh the Webby. She
2: she um she, is, uh, she have your Twitter
1: award? No, <laughs> we'll you know? give got... her that? <laughs> I, I no, and I the way I was looking at my you know mom was my mom's like eighty three, eighty four in July, and I always thought well. More loaning it, I guess. At this point, you know. Yeah, nah. you're gonna
2: get it back. Oh, Jesus Christ! Oh, yeah. It, actually, speaking of that, that's a great segue that you had no idea you were just giving me.
1: Yeah, please, Danny.
2: Was <laughs> I'm about to show y'all what my mother. So my my dad passed away. Brag. Mine too. And it'll Shit. be nine nine years ago. It'll it'll be on Tuesday, nine years. But oh. my mom through this nine years will continuously like just. Continues to send me things that I gave my dad as a gift because oh, she's, she's like, I'm gonna get a, I'm just gonna throw it away because there's nothing, my parents had nothing in common. They had literally nothing in common. So whatever I gave my dad, she could care less about. In the mail a few days ago, Billy, I just thought it was funny because it has your name, but this is what she sent me Billy Bass.
1: <laughs> you got a Billy Bass.
2: I bought this for my dad like 20 years ago. Oh, wow. And he had it like in the little office this, area. And I thought it would be funny to say Billy, but now that you've said this thing, about this getting thing, something back here.
0: This thing was the bane of the existence of every Walgreens checkout person oh for like God. a decade. Oh. And that
2: It was it was also awful. I thought to like anybody that was in comedy that had, or anybody with a sense of humor, you'd go to someone's house and I mean, I'm from Texas. So it was like, everyone had one on the mantle and they thought they were the only people. You know, it's like, <laughs> hey, you're funny. <laughs> you seen this shit? And I'm like, wow, what's it going to play? You know, it's like, oh, great. Oh, yeah. Jenny,
0: Jenny, I just thought of one thing that your parents had in common.
1: Who?
2: You. Oh, they did. And they were, they were on the fence too, the whole time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep.
2: My mom's still considering leaving me at a fire station. God uh,
1: damn it. I told you to pull out.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking, not only, not a Danny, are, are you obviously a great, uh, son, but a but a great dad. I remember this tweet of yours. And like again, I just love like again. It's like going back to this writers' room documentary on Modern. Uh-huh. Like this idea that will never happen uh, of uh-huh. mine. But like, but you tweeted once about there was the episode where I think Alex goes to like Habitat for Humanity or something yes. for the summer or to build that, and they like Claren filler like. It was like sunshine and lollipops and butterflies. It was the most magical summer yes. of <laughs> the family's life. And like, and then she comes back and the sh- and like all the shit goes back to nor and everybody's <laughs> at each other's throats and destroy. Right. And you tweeted <laughs> what did I tweet? that it was you tweeted that that your daughters hated the episode because it was about the summer that your daughter went away.
1: (laughs) It (laughs) was. (laughs) It was. It was. God bless her. She's great. But it was like, we had no idea that it was like, oh my God, there's no conflict in the house. She was off. And... and, and, (laughs) She was all doing this and it's all it was all really and she was doing something really noble like she was doing yeah. like being like going she was like in central america like yeah. like or her school like because um, she wanted to be a nurse at that you know and, and she was doing that stuff and and i'm and i yeah but i just saw an opportunity yeah. Yeah. Totally. She's like she's like the best person in the household,
0: but yet she's gone and the conflict just dissipates. (laughs) Like
1: it was that nugget that sort of drove the other two apart. You never knew, you know. Yeah. But uh, um
2: but but anytime like when you're in the house with your family and like I have my sister's two years older and even when I was married, I had two step kids. It come, you know, when we had them for the week and everything, it's, it always made a difference. There'd be that one time we're like, oh, that my, you know, ex-husband would be gone. Or, you know, my mom goes like whatever, when that one family member leaves and how the dynamic just, it's, it's, it shifts. And sometimes it's for the worse, and sometimes it's for the better. Sometimes you're like, oh, wait, you were the glue that held this shit together.
1: <laughs> <coughs> sorry. I, um, I apologize. That's not COVID, but it is from the COVID vaccine. I got my second shot. <laughs>
2: And so and, um, you're actually the safest person?
1: I am. I am. Now it's, I, it's, the, it's the antibodies talking. Yeah, now all yeah. I, you know, I'm, it's so exciting just going back to worrying about quaint things like herpes.
2: <laughs> I couldn't you believe, know, like... Something, something, I,
1: far, I, something far less contagious.
0: Yeah. Right.
2: I couldn't believe, like, how much better. I had got my first shot this week and just how quickly I got it. Because I had heard these stories of, like, I went to a CVS literally from like pulling into the parking spot, checking in, sitting down, getting the needle in my arm. It was six minutes. Like it was the... Wow. Like I couldn't believe because I had heard all these nightmare stories of people waiting. And when I got it, it was like, okay, in my arm and done. And then I thought like, God, I have literally been on house arrest for a year. This Ah. little thing, you know, like, wow, I can't believe that quickly. Like something's already starting to like, like it really felt like a game changer did you feel that way or Billy you like I was oh I, God, was, in LA. Are, yeah. oh, I was in LA yeah
0: I was in LA week of March 10th mm-hmm. and we had it was our our last uh scheduled day of production on our last documentary was Thursday March 12th in Santa Barbara we had an interview shoot and oh. so we flew in Monday for and you know, because we get to LA very rarely, so you know, we, we had like a week of meetings and then the shoot on Thursday, we built a you know, made a trip out of it. So, fly up on Monday, already wearing masks, you know, yeah. like already take so. Um, and we'd also know we had a meeting at CAA, and CAA, you might remember, was they were the first ones to shut down in office, meet in house meetings, like they yeah. were the first ones. So, we, we it turns out we met like in the you know, one of the restaurants behind you know the building, and so. So Monday we are fist bumping, mm-hmm. Tuesday we're elbow bumping. Wednesday we're, we're shoot ta- like kick, kick tapping, right? Shoe <laughs> tapping. Thursday, we're in Santa Barbara. The woman, we come into her house with the crew and she's like, I was just talking to my book agent and he said, what the hell are you letting these people in your house? And we're like, ha ha. And we just like, let's quickly set up and, and get this, this thing shot Friday morning. Nothing. Remember, it was the zo- Friday the 13th. It was the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. All of our meetings were canceled. Oh. We And we were on, and I had, you know, the night before, 24 hours earlier, we're on the red-eye Friday night. So 24 hours earlier, I go to, you know, check in or whatever. And you can see that the flight was pretty full. Like you get to see what seats are available and everything. We get on that plane Friday night, ghost plane. Yeah. yeah. Go, everybody planning on going to Miami for the weekend was like, peace. you know, And, and yeah. it was that was the beginning of the end. And that was also the last time I... You know, did any grooming <laughs> as well
2: yeah well i, I felt so. that danny and i laughed about it. we were in a year ago yeah. we did shows at the dc improv and it was oh, the geez. last weekend that the dc improv was open like that the next weekend they were closed you danny you took off yeah a few days before i did i hung around my cousin lives there and it was like from me leaving LAX getting to DC that, that that weekend of shows I mean I was even laughing I ha- like I've listened to my sets where I'm like everyone in the airport looks like Michael Jackson on trial I know how stupid I was just having a field day laughing about it and then just cut to me getting dropped off at the airport at like 5 a.m getting on this flight and I had like I think just like a band-aid I'm like I should just tie this around my face <laughs> it's like I look like I was gonna rob the the plane like this was- <laughs> I'm like oh, okay this is are there are there and, any and- pandemic
0: protocols that you guys will like ma- maintain like is there anything like new shit that like whether it's zoom or whatever like for me it masks on a plane I'll never not wear I always got sick a cold like Whenever yeah. I travel, like round trip, I'd be down for the count for like three right. days, two weeks. Like I'll always wear a mask on a plane now. Like like every Asian person after SARS, you would always see right, someone, yeah. at the, right. and we'd be like, "What are they doing?" And like, yeah, like they're, yeah. because hundred, they're geniuses, you know. Like, like we're idiots. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I we're will, like, the yeah.
2: Yeah, I'll one hundred percent continue wearing a mask because it's just too easy not to. And and I'd always, <laughs> this is what a jackass I am. Like I've always been the person I'd go fly. I'll have a hat on or I'll have a hood because I don't even want to put my head. You know wow on the headrest and i'm like that's how like that i cared more about my hair than I'm, the yeah, shit I, blowing in or i always would keep a scarf on and just kind of because it's nasty like especially when you're on like an international flight or even miami to la is a long ass flight and you're yeah. like people are coughing and sneezing and I, think for,
1: I, I honestly i think for me the big thing i'm going to try not to do once this is all lifted is my you know when i meet somebody Uh, You know, if it's a business meeting or a friend, I'm not going to spit in their mouth anymore.
0: No, (laughs) (laughs) in 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 Miami, we're like in Miami. It's like very, we're it's a very Cuban American culture. So we literally like lick the face, the cheek of the person we we (laughs) like ah, like it's so. And I'm like, why are we so touchy feely? It's just like it's just totally inappropriate. But uh, for me, I think the biggest thing is target curbside pickup. It is the greatest. I will never go inside a Target again. It is the it's like Flintstones, you know. They throw the shit on the car, the car tips over. It's uh-huh. like it's the, cur- the
2: best. Yeah, it curbside pickup with groceries, like Target, all the grocery stores. I've done it at Petco to get food for my dog. I mean, everything. Like you don't, and I I've never liked going to the grocery store, so it's kind of a <laughs> like a bonus for me now. I can be like, oh, I have to. Like I can't. I have to. That's know, go, pick it, go pick it up, but it.
1: I know. I love it too. I, it's like, I, I, I've gotten used to that new normal and I I think that's going to be hard to stop. And I also think like, you know, where I can, I don't mind. I mean, I like a personal meaning depending on what it is, but occasionally I, I, it would never even occur to me to FaceTime or zoom with somebody prior to this. And now
2: there's like the, the running joke where people always say like, Oh, this could have been an email, you know, when you have to like go in and you do something, it could have been a zoom. You know, there's so many things that we've proven like, shows have been written like an entire season of a show has been written on zoom it's like you it it's possible I mean there is something to be said for I work better when I've when I've had writing partners it there is something to be said for being in that environment where you're all sitting around and you're just like hanging out shooting shit and like but it can be done it is possible yeah
1: no absolutely
2: it just, I'm, I do wonder like how many more things are going to be via. A lot.
1: I think, I think, I think There, you're, you're hearing this in like commercial real estate rental and like office yeah. space. And it's like, Oh, do we really, I mean, we can have an office, but we, do we need this giant one? Right. I mean, we can be rotating people in. I think it's going to be good on like new mothers or new fathers, or, you know, I think you're, people are starting to see there's a way to do yeah. this, and that's ultimately probably good for the environment and all that. So. And
2: I, I think there's also going to be a huge appreciation for teachers now that parents had to homeschool
1: yeah, their kids until there's not again. And you that have, was gonna, I was gonna daughter. say, I, I should live so long, I should live
0: so long. We'll see people appreciate teachers finally. You know,
1: that seems nightmarish to me, is like that, like you know, anywhere from like fifth grade to eighth grade because now that they actually have work to do and disciplining them and they say no. It's like that. My friends who are in that phase. Ugh,
2: we like we recently had uh Jerry O'Connell on the podcast and he has twin girls that are twelve. Yeah. Fraternal twins. Danny also has fraternal twins yeah. and yours are like what 10 years old. Mine
1: are gonna be 23 in April.
2: Yeah. One one went to the U.
1: Graduate. Went to the U, by the way. She's yeah. <laughs> <On> my nurse. <laughs> yeah. Ma-
0: major oh, ma- majored in money laundering? I, yeah. I that's uh,
1: No. In fact, it, it was such a waste of Miami. She's never had a drink. She doesn't do drugs. She's like it's like living with the it's like living with the Surgeon General my whole life, <laughs> and, and 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 so, but so you're in Miami. Why did you? I could have. It's nursing school. You didn't have to spend all that much on that.
2: But, but that, that's a, that's what I, that's a nod to what how much she loved you that she went literally to the school that was furthest furthest. Exactly.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I did, but Yeah, literally close. Like like. Twice as close to Cuba than to home. Yes, mean, like, exactly. you know, she, yeah. So, but I honestly, um, uh, closer to Columbia, I think, than to. Home. Uh, yeah. but, like, <laughs> but, 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 sh- so, um, I honestly, I didn't start drinking until I was, I was twenty-one. Now, um, now, Jenny can attest. I've, I've certainly made up for lost time. Yeah. But, um, the, but I went through the entirety of Dade County Public Schools in Miami and, uh, and the University of Miami without smoking pot, doing drugs or drinking until my 21st birthday I had my first cocktail wow. and I yeah I, I, I remember and no getting no into, violence uh, no you didn't beat anyone up or no no, no I you know my, my roommate in college drank enough for both of us I thought <laughs> and then he for several livers at least and like and I remember getting to and then I started making my friends in high school would make fun of me and like all you do is make documentaries about drugs and you've never done <laughs>
2: any he, any he yeah. oh, by the way
1: co okay, cowboys one of the greatest okay well let's <laughs> that's a good segue because we've been talking a while and i want to get into your career because i i'm a, i mean i am cooking cowboys is is truly if I was to make a list of my top 5 documentaries i would put that on there i think it's it's oh, visually thank you visually spectacular yes. you tell this story and the, like the tone of it matches the thing you're talking about and i just want so but leaning up to that and I, I i i loved the 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 one on the 2000 election it was just like it brought a chill my son was born december 8th of uh, uh, in, in, of 2000 and so they hadn't called the president yet and for a little while we flirted mm-hmm. with the idea of calling him chad but I also didn't want, <laughs> I didn't want him to be remembered. Thank God
2: you didn't do that. That.
1: <laughs> But um how like did you set out to when when you were like at when you were at the U, when you were there, were you thinking I'm gonna be a document documentary filmmaker? Well no. I'm, I'm gonna turn my camera off for a second because I have to blow my nose so bad because we're talking about cocaine. Uh, but really I, I
0: But I kinda it. wanna but I kinda wanna see it.
1: No, I don't wanna I actually okay. don't want to You'll, you'll, I'm even gonna keep talking. you Yeah, okay, you probably
2: want to mute versus the. <laughs> t- well,
1: I don't want you guys to see. Like, you're hold you're on. Really
2: blow your nose. You're like, I'm gonna turn the video off, but yeah. You're gonna I feel it like violent. Hold on,
1: no, I want. Here's here's the full effect. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. See, that's why I, I didn't. Um...
2: Wait. Je, Jenny ducked. Jenny ducked. Okay. I was, I was like looking that. for my mask. Do I have one? On and,
1: and I'm definitely gonna sneeze. So. okay, but like when you were in college, was this what you wanted to do?
0: put on a poncho like the splash zone in SeaWorld right yeah, now I'm, what is it okay. are you okay danny are you okay should we call it an ambulance no i'm
1: good i'm good? good just the camera's <laughs> off i'm just i'm, I'm literally <laughs> put on her mask there you go it's so funny
2: and if y'all need <laughs> a good mask by the way these are made by Armbrust usa made in austin texas and you can use the code jjh20 for 20 percent off
1: that's amazing
2: grade mask. i just got a plug in from you blowing your nose that's amazing. Um, yeah. So people are looking for something that's made in the USA. Those are good masks. One of my, like, I have to say like cocaine cowboys. I love all your, I love screwball. I remember when we hung out that one that you had just finished doing screwball. And I found that if you haven't seen that, Danny, put that on your no, I haven't seen
1: screwball. The reason uh, I was taking it off so was I was, using, I was using these eye cams, by the way. I'm sorry. I didn't want Oh it. my
2: God. It looked like you were just like, I was like, what the hell? Is yeah, okay, <laughs> <go on. laughs> this is great. This is This um, Screwball still on Netflix yes it is okay so uh, is it? put this on your on your list oh, when Jesus. when we do the things yeah. basically the end of our show when we always recommend things we'll just oh my god Billy really does rule. This is,
0: Danny Danny just asked you what it is and I want to hear Jenny Johnson pitch screwball I okay do
1: too.
2: all right so the huge baseball major league baseball scandal with all the steroid use when oh yeah. okay the whole story behind that and the way that Billy it was so smart. The way y'all did it, Billy, I, I because I also appeared twice on Drunk History, so I have a special love for like that reenactment over, you know, when the actors are like, you know, I did the second episode, I remember Leah Schreiber did the second episode of mine and I'm like, I'm hearing my voice come out of Leah Schreiber's That's amazing mouth. Okay, Screwball, they did this, so it's all these accurate conversations, oh, except wow. they use kids.
1: Oh my god! I need
2: to see this. There's a kid that, when I say, looks exactly like like Alex Rodriguez, like (laughs) exactly, and they put him in the fucking Yankees baseball uniform, and he's taught like it. It's it is the most informative, entertaining documentary I've ever. Well, seen. I can't wait it's, to watch this. The full story of all this and all the lies and all the deceit, all the the people behind how they got, you know, they they were getting steroids, like everything. The whole story is told so specific, Billy. It's so beautifully <laughs> out of the mouths of children. <laughs> so well, of course, like it obviously
0: was drunk history inspired because we we took the actual first person accounts and interviews yeah. and then had eight-year-old children lip-sync him on set in full costume and facial hair on the actual locations in many cases wow. where the real incidents occurred including live nightclub at the fountain blue in Miami Beach and the Ritz-Carlton in <laughs> Kane and so like so I get to so Jenny I'm in LA you're you know years ago and Jenny's like come over hang at the house let's drink let's <laughs> chat and I was like the funniest people I know and I'm like, can I show you because this is my first comedy yeah, screwball no. as it like and, and comedy is fucking hard. Yeah. yeah I mean, no. it is fucking hard. I don't know I to this day I don't understand why like no respect at the Oscars, like forever. No, no. And like no, no. it's the hardest fucking thing to do. Yeah. And like, I guess I, Tanya is the closest I feel like they've probably ever come to like really honoring comedy, I guess, <laughs> performance anyway, but like, it's so hard. And so I'm like, will you watch this comedy that we're in post-production on. And so I put it on, I don't remember how we did, like, you were introducing me to technology too. Oh yeah. You I had like my
2: Apple TV and I was like, no, oh, I can yeah.
0: drop it onto my TV. We watched it. <laughs> what is this alien technology? I was so impressed. And oh, so, wow. and of course, and Jenny... Jenny gives me her Wi-Fi password, which reminded me of a Jenny Johnson bit <laughs> she has about yeah. connect, auto, auto connect. I'm like, if I ever come here with my wife and my, <laughs> my fucking phone, my phone auto-connects to your fucking Wi-Fi, we'll be found out, right? Yeah. So ir- irregardless, as we say in Miami, because we're, 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 ir- we're ir- illiterate, but I, uh, ir- but I use it ir- ironically.
2: Oh, they just added it to Webster's Dictionary, by the way. Webster's just
0: I, added irregardless the, to the Dictionary. The, the Miami of today is the America of tomorrow. Yeah, we, we,
1: we, you, you beat us down. You beat it. You beat yeah. it. You're,
0: you're unfortunately the <laughs> Miami of today is the America of tomorrow. But long story even longer, I put on, this is like, this is a seminal moment. And I don't mean seminal as in like, you know, yeah. the college football team. But like, in like my, my like my life, I start to play screwball for Jenny and she is like dying and i'm like and like i'm like oh my god um Aww. and i'm and and it, it, cuz like listen it's um documentaries they're like they're like guess they're like children you like yeah. you make them you raise them yeah. you mold them and then like you send them off into the world to sure. sink or swim and yeah. everybody judges them and you just have to kind of let go and let god and and yeah. sort of yeah. hope for the best and like and, and they're also like children in that we all have our favorites. We just don't tell anyone who they what right. they are, you know, which exactly. ones they are, you know? Yeah. And so Jenny loves it. And, and we didn't, we didn't we got tired and and I like, and and we turned it all off. And, and Jenny's like, I need to, I think I sent you a link. Because yeah, you like, sent I me the need, link so I could finish it. Yeah. I'm like, I need to finish. And I'm like, you don't have to, you don't no. have to finish it. You don't have to say that for me. You can just watch <laughs> the first half. Back. And she's like, no, no, I want to spend. And like, honestly, Jenny's like endorsement approval like gave me so much confidence about like
1: anybody who's done comedy I think anybody who has any kind of art at all it's like when you get that from somebody you respect I mean people always ask like are you writing like for America or what you when you're how do you know it's like all we're writing for is I'm making other funny people I think are funny laugh that's like my main goal and then I have to have trust that people will follow or not and that's what you experienced yeah
2: I I actually remember Danny like we talked one time I think Maybe the first pilot or something I wrote and I was just like, Oh, I know. I gotta turn this fucking thing in. I have to turn this in. And I I was like texting if you were talking and I and I, I think I sent it to you and yeah, you did. that was like really nerve wracking. And what made me feel better was when Danny goes, I've been doing this for how long? Every time I have to turn that script I think this is the one they're gonna go, you're a fucking fraud. How have you made it this time. far? <laughs> like how did Every you do time. Yeah. And so anything you do that's art and that's what you do. I Personally, I mean, I know, like, how nerve-wracking it can be to show somebody something you do, but I, I was, I've always been a fan of your work. I would say Broke is probably my favorite of your, I love that documentary. It was just so good. If you haven't seen that one, it's like a 30 for 30. It's called Broke. It's,
1: oh, that, which one, and who, I, I think I know this one. Well, it's about, it's, when, it- uh,
2: Professional athletes have made, like, all this money, and then they go broke. Yeah. Like, how did it happen? And, And Billy managed to, like, you found these athletes that were willing and okay with sitting there talking about their failures. And a lot of people aren't. A lot of people are so tough and arrogant and they don't want to say, like, I just fucked up. You know, I I did this, this, and this. But that one is just because it's so real and it's so genuine. But with, like, with Screwball and everything, that story and the way that those players, even to this day, like... That really happened. Those guys cheated. Yeah. Like, it, it's it's 100%. We know they cheated, but nothing was really damaged for them. Yeah. Like, there was just a tart, like, a little... Oh, you mean screwball? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, was, I yeah mean, it was screwball. Sh- That's what I meant, like, with screwball. That, yeah. so I, I like the way that, I think, taking the kids and making a comedy out of it, like, it, it also was, like, such a funny jab to them. Like, look at you fucking, you know, like, childish. Like, it mocked them, and they deserved to be mocked. I can't wait yeah, to well, watch. they
0: all... All the adults acted like children, like, exactly. but, also, but also sort of the the idea that the uh, of these sports figures as role models and, and yeah. you know for kids like and that and that to me what screwball was about. It's funny of all places, the Wall Street Journal nailed it. They 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 called it like a a, a sports documentary about America and about how and like this scandal was about. It. And to me, that's what it was about. It was about how like people like. And of course there's the Miami connection invariably uh-huh. of like the steroid scandal with Alex Rodriguez and the biogenesis thing down here. But like this idea that like, whether it was major league baseball acting a fool and breaking laws down here, or Alex Rodriguez, the highest paid baseball player of all time cheating, or, you know, um, it, 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 the, the message was what I call the, through the Trump era, the new American values, yeah. which we used to teach our kids honesty, integrity, the golden rule. And then the message, the new message seemed to be the new American values were lie, cheat, and steal, and that's how you get ahead. And I'll tell you, I was doing a Q and A on Screwball with the eight year old kid who played Doctor Tony, Tony Bosch. I'm using for the listeners, I'm using air quotes right. on Doctor yeah. because he was not a doctor because yeah. Miami. <laughs> and and so, honestly, every time there was a, a headline in Miami about fake doctor discovered in Miami, you know, fake dentist, I was like, yeah. that's not news. News would be real doctor well, found yeah. in Miami, you yeah. know, so, you know, man, man bites dog. So, like, I'm in a and a and an audience member asked, like, what, what's the message? What's the takeaway? And the eight-year-old kid who played doctor is like, ooh, 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 me, me, me. I'm like, dude, you don't have to raise your hand. That's your Q&A, too. Just jump, just jump in, dude. So he says... You know, lie, cheat, and steal, and that's how you get ahead in America. Wow. And so, by the way, 42-year-old saying it, whatever, eight-year-old yeah. kid, it's fucking devastating. Like, it sucks, right. the air, sucks the air out of the Like, people are yeah. gasping, you know, for, yeah. and, and yeah. like, and so, but that's it. Lie, cheat, and steal, kid. Uh, yeah. uh, lie, cheat, and steal, kids. You, too, could be the highest-paid baseball player of all time. You, too, could be the commissioner of baseball. You, too, could be president of the United right. States. Like, yeah. that. That and and that to me I always remember and I and I think about it too with the Clinton administration after the Clinton administration there was a spike in in sexually transmitted diseases specifically among teenagers and many of them polled said it's because oral sex doesn't count okay and yeah. so it, it, it what the the the, uh-huh. the, the guy the the, the it's a top-down thing. There's a tone set. There's there's values that are that are transmitted, and so I'm wondering like what the long-term you know ramifications and damage are of, of the lie, cheat, and steal, like not sort of perpetuating positive values for kids. But ultimately, that's what screwball is wow. is really about through the comedy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the ultimate destination is the end of us as a species. But uh, <laughs> sadly, I, so I, I, but I did, I want, that's amazing. And I can't wait to watch Screwball. Yeah. What was, I, I was asking, did you study this though so, at University of Miami? Was this something? Kind that- of,
0: kind of. I, I triple majored at UM in screenwriting, theater, and poli-sci. Poli-sci was like my primary major, political science, and then also what well, was film, but you had to pick a track, you know, you had to pick yeah. production r- screenwriting or um, what was the, th- what was the third one? Um, I feel like there was three. Oh, it was like, it was like the business. The design, business yeah. Tra- yeah. The um, so I chose, yeah, I chose screenwriting. It was the best, best ed- uh, learning how to tell a story The Let's my see. best, my best directing class was screenwriting. My best c- cinematography class was screenwriting. My yeah. best editing class was screenwriting. My best, yeah. Once you know the rules, like, and then yeah. understanding how to tell a story and because this is the ultimate goal of all of that shit of every of course, job good. on set. Yeah. So that was why I chose screenwriting.
1: And what, and what was like, so you're, you you, graduate, like, what's the break? What, what's the moment? I mean, I know you broke big for me for cooking cowboys, but before yeah. that, obviously there were things leading up to that. So what was the thing where you thought like, oh, this is it was, do you, do you remember the moment like where you got your, your chance to do it? Well, don't remind me later. I started kind of breaking
0: a little bit when when Jenny was 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 effusively praising Broke. I have a confession
2: uh-huh. to make
0: yeah. about Broke that I rarely make. Oh, God, are you going to run it for me? Gonna Probably, tell me Santa but, Claus Probably, but pause, ain't real. Like, <laughs> I don't know that I want to talk about it now because Danny set me up for such a great like. <laughs> Let's hear this first. He he, yeah, yeah, he yeah. set
1: and me then, up. He said he set me up for the triumph. You know, I, was, okay. I want to hear the triumph, and then we're going to come back and yeah. we're, I want to hear. <laughs> And then I want to hear how it went wrong. So what's the yeah. triumph first?
0: Yeah, it's triumph. Good news okay, first. So the,
2: bad
0: news. the triumph, listen, we, we, we were, I was studying film at, at, at UM. I'd been a child actor. Oh. That, you know, I, I say that without the baggage that usually comes with, with that, like the drug and alcohol abuse and the inappropriate, you know, kind of conduct on set. But like, like I had a pretty fruitful and fun uh, child acting career, my first big break was on Parenthood, the feature uh, in 1988. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that Ron Howard directed, and that was a ridiculous cast. I love uh, that Steve movie. Martin, yeah. ridiculous. That I that I cast love that was, movie. Fun- I, like ridiculous that cast. I'm sorry, I forgot
2: Steve- to say that at the beginning of this. I always just think of you as a documentary filmmaker. I totally always forget me, that you're a child actor. It's amazing.
0: I love me. <laughs> me too. It's only in the event that somebody asks an origin, <laughs> you know, story that I have
2: to that I have to talk about it. But like, no, it's um, cool. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird in Miami. Of documentaries, your documentaries are so good that I actually forget.
0: And, and my child acting career is not. So no, good. it was so there, there, It's not. So you get the Emmy but, over your <laughs> But yeah, not for child act. This is not a child acting Emmy. I'll have you know. Yes. <laughs> but I in Miami in the eighties was a lot of work. You know, it was a lot of commercial work, a lot of TV work. I was yeah. never, regrettably, in an episode of Miami Vice. That would be have some lovely symmetry, right up Good there, point. right up there with Danny's five Emmys on the wall. Perfect
1: symmetry, yeah. you know. But, for, for those, those who can't watch, he's wearing a pastel jacket <laughs> over an, an equally pastel uh, t-shirt.
2: Yeah, and the sleeves are pushed up.
0: Yeah. One one of my favorite lines in in Cobra Kai was like when they do the '80s dress up, and it's like a bunch of people think I look like Dave Johnson or Dan Johnson. <laughs> who is who's Dan Johnson? <laughs> yeah. That's right. Really um, cool. So my brother was very gifted my little brother was very a very gifted athlete and I at my first at bat at the North Miami Beach Optimus T-ball league I struck out. Oh, so I sports it. For, right for that's so that was my dad's dreams oh. of my being a ball player like r- right like so I made contact with the tee but apparently that's a strike so I did not like that was it that was so Ow. so I started going I had a friend who was on a uh, actually Jen Schatz, who is married to Horatio Sands. Uh, oh. Jen, Jen Schatz was a neighbor from the Shtetl in uh, North Miami Beach. And she was on a bike commercial, a Sears bike commercial. And I saw her, I was five or six or seven. And I was like, I flipped out. Like that was Jen on TV. Do that. And, and so my dad, my, I said, I want to go out on auditions. So I started going on auditions and I, I booked every commercial, like every product sector you can fathom, I did a, oh. a, a spot for. And my dad was my stage mom. Because my mom had read Shirley Temple and Drew Barrymore's autobiographies mm-hmm. and was like, this is a terrible business. By by nine, Billy will be on the coffee. By 10, he'll yeah. be on the pot. By yeah. you know, by 13, he'll be on the code. You know, like so Especially in Miami, she was petrified, so.
1: I you probably find cocaine in Miami, so.
0: Y- yeah, UK, in, in elementary school, and so
2: <laughs> she. And, and by the way, I love that she said you'd be on the pot. The that's pot. On the pot. That's, how my, that's on, how my mom talks, the the has to be placed in front of every.
0: On the coffee, yeah. yeah, and so, um, you know, so I, my dad was my stage mom until I booked Parenthood, because then we had to go to Orlando, it was one of the first things ever shot at Universal, Florida. That's amazing. Um, it was also the only thing. So they were shooting Nickelodeon stuff like Double Dare. They were shooting the new Leave It to Beaver syndicated uh, series, All and right. they were shooting Parenthood mostly on location. But there was some there was some stage stuff. The studio store was an office cubicle with drawers full of merch. That was the studio <laughs> store, and so the whole place was it was tens of thousands of acres of just like hills and dirt. And then the Psycho House.
1: Oh, wow, yeah. Uh, for Psycho
0: 4, they built for the Showtime movie. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and, and illumin, illuminated with spotlights at night in this just sea of darkness, the fucking Psycho House just <laughs> wow. glowing. It was the creepiest. Pretty creepy. Creepiest I would have life. never slept my whole childhood. If it that was, was so day. creepy. And so I, I go on set and i'm the kid at the birthday party who curses i say that's the schmuck who brought the horse and let's go watch the horse shit and so and then i had the one line the one clean line i had steve martin went on the late night talk shows with that clip oh man oh wow where where he's where he's cowboy dan at the birthday party right so so i had this line like in the crowd like you're not uh, Cowboy Dan, you're Kevin's father. He went on Carson with that, he went on Arsenio. My mom wow. was flipping, flipping out. Wow. Especially when she saw those 30 cent residual checks I got for that. So, which <laughs> were, which were o- almost as much money as the stamp on the envelope I'll have to right. know. And so, so anyway, so um, Ron Howard comes on set, who I know from at that point from Nick at Night, right? From Happy Days and from oh. Randy Griffith Show. So he's a recovering child actor. <laughs> and he is in charge
1: yeah
0: and his whole family is on set yeah. dallas is on to the wife uh you know his brother had a had a had a significant role always always did Prince
1: and everyone yeah,
0: yeah. everyone his dad was yeah. it was in, like everybody had is either has a you know quick shot quick cutaway or has a significant principal role and he knew everybody's name on set good morning billy i was like like, and I was like, and to me, it, it, it dawned on me in that moment in 1988, like, oh, acting is like a kid's thing. Direct, like, you wanna do what Ron Howard, like that, you wanna be in charge of yeah. all of these people. Like, yeah. that's the goal, right? Like, acting is my after school activity. Like, not everybody grows up to be a soccer player or a ballerina, you know, right. like, right. you know, you gr- that's what you do, you go into bit. Like, and so I wind up in television production class Oh, there's there's my last two pilots, every year in LA, I did a pilot, uh, which in those days you can only do one pilot. You couldn't right. be on like seven reg, uh, regular on seven series at the same time. No, they locked you up. They owned, yeah. They owned you yeah. for that. Yeah, and, and then and then of course they fired you the second they got picked up, you know, potentially. Yeah, you yeah. know. I mean, so, so so, yeah. So I got I got the I got the cute firing a couple times. <laughs> but like but, but my last or, two pilots, my last two pilots in LA. Hillary Swank was in, Ooh. so the second show was called Reality Check for Fox. And yeah. so I, fly, I was already going to school in Miami, New World School of the Arts, which is like the, it was inspired by the, the, the School of the Performing Arts in New York and you know, we danced on taxi cabs, you know, yeah, like. No, I like yo. so I get, I get flown out from a tape uh-huh. and I've already retired, you know, at that point <laughs> and just trying to go to school like a normal kid. And not unsaid or whatever. Valley Professional. Valley Professional School. That's where I was enrolled. Is that still a thing? I don't
1: know. It's like a strip mall fucking school. (laughs) I don't know. But like- by, by uh, Warner Brothers, by the uh, Oakwood, where all the kids Yeah, Oakwood, so <laughs> that's where we lived for months yeah, at a time before
0: we moved to to Westwood. I was we I was doing a Roger, Co- C- C- I was doing Step Monster, a Roger Corman movie with Alan Thicke and Corey Feldman when the Rodney King riots broke out. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's a fucking story. But anyway, the point well, is, is, is that. name drops so hard right there. I'm sorry, yeah, we're going to, we're going to clean day up day after day. the
1: show. Oh my God yeah we're gonna have to do it you're we, gonna have to, honestly i want to keep where you still well you still have time but i i we're gonna need to have you come back i there's like there's so much, but keep going i want to hear this story no I mean- yeah. this is a weird so so you guys are gonna
0: don't spoil it for the audience because you're gonna know who i'm talking about but yeah. like so so last pilot the, the first pilot hillary and i did together we were on the warner brothers lot and it was called odd man out and Ed Strauss and John Dechter wrote My it. My friends and we I should... remember
1: I helped out. By the way, I was when they were punching up that pilot. I was in the room when they were punching up that pilot because because uh, um, John Strauss is a friend of mine. But yeah. So this is the this is one 0, though. Were you with one 0? We were. This was one I don't Remember, I don't remember.
0: It, it got they they got it was a presentation, which meant that we had five days to shoot a pilot for right. presentation money. It was like it was like a pilot, but for half the money and half
1: the time. You yeah. Know? No. Um, I remember and, it though.
0: So, but this is pre-Mary. This
1: is pre. There's something know, about I know, Mary. I remember it was pre. It was, no, and, those guys had a big career, even leading up to that in TV. I mean, Mary broke them out, but but keep going on. No, so so so
0: Hillary were on the lot, and every actress on that show auditioned for the next for the new Karate Kid or for the next Karate Kid, oh my God. In, Everybody went to that. They they must have auditioned a thousand plus people for that. And and they probably did the Mally Finn like shopping mall tour as well on that, you know, like, like going into the schools and all that weird shit, you know? And so we do this pilot. It was a lot of fun and it doesn't get picked up. And Post, late, years later post there's something about Mary they revive it and it gets like a full I think they did a season or two uh, it was kind of cool to see because the pilot was almost identical you know to the one that oh, we
1: it was. I think I was on the pre-Mary one because I I remember the other one that's right this is all coming back to me but I think I helped him out on the pre-Mary one that's so funny well, well, well thank you for us not getting picked up I yeah know. I was all I I sabotaged, <laughs> it. I sabotaged it
0: you're like I'm going to get five Emmys before these guys I know fuck them. these guys I'm going <laughs> to god damn it so, so uh hillary so the next year i go back to miami i oh. send in the tape they fly me out by the way i'm always playing the neighbor i'm like the white urkel like i'm always playing the neighbor <laughs> or the or the bro the younger brother of the lead you know like so oh my god meredith hillary swank and meredith salinger were oh, in, i, I meredith yeah, yeah they were in the odd man out pilot so like, I'm like in love in every in every direction <laughs> on this show. I'm this little kid, like, oh my God. And so following, I get flown out. Uh-huh. The little brother role. And I get flown out and I go into this meeting. It was on Warner, like Lorimar? Was yeah. it maybe on the Lorimar offices? Yeah. And I go and do the audition and they say, wait in the lobby. And I was like, I've been doing that at that point for like fucking 10 years I've been an actor. And they're like, wait in the lobby. And so I'm there with my manager, and my mom. We're going back to LAX, right? They come out into the lobby. I swear to God, this is never... They go, you got the part. Uh And the entire cast is down the hall for the first table read. Oh my God. By the way, this is not an important role. Like, this is not like down to the... Like, this is like, I'm the the little brother. Oh my God. So I walk down the hall as if they're waiting for me. (laughs) You're like, who cares? The little brother. I walk in the room. It's Giovanni Ribisi. And Hillary, I see Hillary. I'm like, Hillary, what are you doing here? She goes, I'm in this pilot. What are you doing here? And that was, like, in those days, the odds, they're doing, what, like 150, yeah, 200 yeah, so pilots. You only do one. And Hillary and I get fucking cast in the same show. The show was called Reality Check for Fox. It was by, here's the here's what I don't want you to give away. The EPs were David Crane and Marta Kaufman. Oh,
1: okay. and,
0: um, and so we were doing this little pilot, and... The same year, David and Marta did the did a show called The Untitled Courtney Cox Pilot for, N- for NBC at the same time. So yeah. we do this terrible show. I'm sure they wouldn't be offended to hear me say that, but it was not a very good show. Reality yeah. check for Fox. And, and we don't get-
1: and Meanwhile, they're doing Cougar Town. So it's an amazing- <laughs> <laughs> Our audience is very sophisticated. They're very much ahead of where you are right now.
0: I asked you not to spoil okay. it.
1: Okay. It's really
0: good. <laughs> so, no. um. so, so, we we don't get picked up. Okay. I go on to become the youngest filmmaker, youngest director in Sundance history. At that at that point in time, in two thousand one, yeah. Hillary goes on to win yeah. two Academy yeah. Awards. David Crane and Marta Kaufman get a title for the Untitled <laughs> Courtney Cox pilot.
1: Yeah, it,
0: is, it is friends. friends. <laughs> And I'm convinced that reality check not getting picked up is responsible for the success of at least
1: those four careers. At least those four careers. <laughs> I, I I think that's a great fucking story. I also think there's like a there's a point to that story too. I'm going through it right now. I just had a, I'm dealing with a pilot myself. And it has been my experience that the best things usually seem to happen right after a crushing kick to the balls somewhere <laughs> else. Yeah, well, I mean...
2: Oh, wait, can you share the why I should be heartbroken about broke that I love?
0: Well, that That was, by the way, that segues, we went to Sundance with our first documentary, Raw Deal, A Question of Consent. And that was, and we made the front page of the New York Post with this little documentary that we made in Miami on spec. And and a year, we we decided to make it in January of 2000. And in January of 2001, we were at the Sundance Film Festival with it. And we took (laughs) a leave of absence. Yeah, we took a leave of absence from UM just to move to Gainesville, and make this thing. And I didn't own, I'd never been in snow before. I'm a Florida yeah. native. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't, my mom was like, we got to go to Burlington Coat Factory at the Sawgrass Mills Mall. The only mall in the world shaped like a, a gator, by the way. And we had to go, There was only one Burlington Coat Factory in South Florida. We had to go
2: there. That place <laughs> is, a, is a fucking disaster. And so um, yeah, there's not a big market for coats in Florida. It's like there's not no, a lot of Burlington Coat Factories no. in South Texas out there. But, but apparently there's a big market for one shoe. Because that's <laughs> all you can find at the Burlington
0: Coat Factory is one <laughs> is one shoe. It's just like, yeah. it's horrible. So the um, less, anyway. Exactly. The only
1: thing less successful is a bookstore, I think. Right. Anyway, go on. I kid my Florida friends.
0: Believe yeah. it or not, a little sleazy. It was being on the front page of the New York Post out of the film festival. where I was like, wow, this is. This is yeah, but, sort of not some. Did know, the post um, try to
2: use some pun or anything in the headline, or did they give you like a credible? Oh yeah, it was it was ra- rape lies and videotape was uh-huh. the headline,
0: and pretty salacious and 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 the pretty post effective. will let you
2: down though. Yeah, rape lies and videotape.
1: Yeah, but, but so how does that segue to broke? I'm very. Yes. Good, I want to get. I, 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 we we can't leave our audience hanging. We need to yeah. know this. So, uh,
0: like incident, like this is not up to me, like when we do good work or not, yeah. it, you know, it, it is, it is entirely, uh, you know, I remember reading, I think it was seal the artist seal uh-huh. you know, kiss from a rose seal. Um, someone asked him once, why don't you publish your lyrics in the liner notes of your CD? Uh-huh. And he said, because it doesn't matter what I sing. It just matters what you hear. And so, Wow. it it only right. matters, it's it's in the eye of the or the ear of the beholder. And yeah. so that's, that's the thing with I like that. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing with 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 these these things that we do. This yeah. this art that we do, it's like it belongs you send it I say we send yeah. it out to the world. Sure. To sink or swim and 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 it's what it means to the audience. Yeah. And you know, I always say that the measure of a successful filmmaker is not box office or awards but I love it. Or, yeah, um, or, or, or critical response. It's that we get to work again yeah, and that course. we, and that we make a living good or bad for better, doing something that we love doing. And in America in the 21st century, what a blessing. And and so, you know, so for me, it's not up to me, but remember mm-hmm. I said, documentaries are like kids. Um, yeah. You know, we, we have our favorites, but All we right. never, we never say, we never tell anyone which one. Yeah. So,
2: Broke is my least favorite.
1: Oh. Yeah. Broke
2: is like my least favorite. So I'm and like the creepy neighbor on your street that likes the kid you hate the most. You know, like no, your least you're <laughs> you're not the only one. Like, like it's it's like it's almost
0: a constant reminder of failure for me that like that it was such a zeitgeist event. This document. LeBron tweeted about it on the premiere. Magic Johnson tweeted about yeah. it. D Wade tweeted. I mean, like, it was this inc- like and cuz but it was the first and only 30 for 30 that was a call to action right yeah. that said like oh, this wow. is a problem we can all do something about tomorrow right that's
2: what that's what i liked about it and you know i've my previous before doing comedy and writing i was i was a television sports producer that was my first like out of college and i did this for 6 years and so having been around athletes and watching it's like you're watching you're watching it happen before it happens. Like I, I could look at someone. I'm interviewing someone. You know, and and I'm just like, oh my god, I could see it. I, you yeah. you just signed. Like I see, I see the leech people in your life that are just waiting for a hit. I, like I, you can. Oh my god, there's like, why do you have three Ferraris and different <laughs> lime green and hot pink? Like, you can see that writing on the wall and and then, you know, it happens, they go, but you hear things. And, and then all of a sudden somebody is in rehab because of uh pain, you know, pain pill addiction. That's a huge thing is, you know, we had Rex Chapman on and he talked very openly and honestly about his Amazing. pain because these professional Rex. athletes are like, we're just going to keep shooting you with cortisone. We'll give you however much Vicodin you need. And, and then the moment you're not on the team anymore bye. and then you're left with this athlete who has a, crippling addiction to opioids and all the friends are now gone no money you know it's like and it so to what i loved about it was having seen that and watched that as a as a sports producer and then seeing some of those athletes actually in that documentary and the ones that i did see that i had interviewed before i i just have so much respect for somebody who is able to just tell the truth and be like look this isn't going to make me look great it's kind of humiliating but yeah, I, you know, there was one guy, I wish I could remember that was like, I was paying more rent than the government. I don't even know whose rent I was paying, yeah. you know, and all of a sudden, oh, I got cut from the team. Everybody in your life leaves, you know, first, is. First of all, Rex,
0: Rex is a hero. He does the Lord's work. Shout out to, shout out yeah. to Rex. Like, Rex, he, is he invented different. that. He invented a platform and then uses it for, for fun, but for good, you know, yeah, so like much out
2: good. There.
1: You're yeah learning. he's
2: almost like you really where i forget i was a fan of Rex as a basketball player but i I forget now that he was this <laughs> great NBA player because what he does using his platform is so fantastic and he's just I, I want you to
0: know that i, I don't keep i don't have any movie posters of my own movies in my house I think that's like awkward and ostentatious like in your office that's where you celebrate your work and you know and people yeah. come and you so like I have movie posters in my house but not of my I have them as art of other movies that I love yeah. and But not my own, except broke, which I hung over my toilet (laughs) so that every time I took a shit, I remember the time I took a shit. Like in that. (laughs) And for me, you know what it is? When you're making a doc, you're not in total control of the thing, right? Yeah. You don't have a script. Maybe you have an outline, maybe you have an idea. Like, so from conception of like, you know, what it was in my head to the final product, it was the furthest furthest away that's the measure yeah so like i directed cocaine cowboys 2 hustling with the godmother i know shitty documentaries (laughs) like okay i know you know but but by the way my vision for for hustling by the way no g an apostrophe hustling with the godmother like but but my 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 vision for that was pretty consistent with the final product to be to be honest for better but like broke Became so much. It became so much less about the people and more about the problem. Yeah, that it it it
1: there was a emotional disconnect from
2: no, that it, I it,
0: thought was it, a failing.
1: Yeah, yes. it wasn't. It wasn't succeeding at the thing you wanted to succeed in, and so it made you not uh, be able to appreciate the thing that it actually did succeed. Yeah, in. I I get that completely. I have to pee so badly. <laughs> yeah. Can we take a can we take a, two, a one minute break and then get yeah. to the things we've watched? I'm sorry, I was like. I just—it's like I'm gonna wet myself if I don't.
2: I mean, <laughs> that would be right
1: awesome, no. <laughs> like, <thank laughs> you so much. It. It's like ah. And well, I like. i about. Okay, Billy.
2: Who was the who was the guy? I forget his name, but he was the NFL player that ended up becoming like a financial advisor. I'm sure
0: that was well, 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 there's Andre Risen and Leon Searcy. Um no, Leon Circe. It,
2: it wasn't Andre Risen, but can I tell you how much I love the fact that Andre Risen's like. He's sitting there in the first shot. I, I had to pause it, Billy. I was laughing so hard because they're going to these athletes, and it's like, Andre Ryzen, I'm a I mean, obviously being a sports producer, I grew up a huge sports fan. I know all the athletes. It's not like and this is a documentary I'm about to watch about people going broke. So I'm expecting a lot of humility, a lot of, you know, and it's like Andre Ryzen. <laughs> <laughs> dude straight up yeah. wore shades to the whole fucking thing i was like you know what <laughs> man you're not gonna let any of this shit get you down oh my you're God. Just like, i'm danny, still i'm still winning danny danny just missed jenny's second prop of the podcast by the way her second oh.
1: prop oh man i heard it i didn't i couldn't I couldn't <laughs> yeah.
2: it was talking about when andre rising was on broken this was a guy who is flashy i yeah. mean flashy as shit. And I remember like, I was just saying like, right when I watched the documentary and I'm like, man, this is going to be crazy. And each of these athletes is really gonna, man, they're just taking the heart out, throwing it. And this it guy comes out, and It's like, here we go. Andre Risen. He was like, Suck. Uh-huh. <laughs> so,
0: so by the way, so I have to tell you, cause Jenny, you mentioned him the financial advisor yes. that you were setting. So the man's name is Ed Butowski. That and t- the the reason why that may ring a bell, I saw Dan, look on Dan's Yeah, it does. Why do I know that name? Because Ed Butowski was responsible for perpetuating the Seth Rich conspiracy. Oh, that's thing. not exactly it. Yes, of course. Yeah. So it's, you know, in a weird way, putting someone in your documentary as like, who who is an expert in the field and is an informed commentator. It's like, it's like Miami naming streets after people who later turn out to be drug dealers and murderers, yeah. you know, it's yeah. like, you put this guy in your documentary, and then he turns out to be like this looney tune, and like, and and of course, like, to, and so there's another reason why it's just like oh, oh, no, I no. Well, and
1: it. it makes you feel better now. I haven't even seen it, and I hate it now. So thank you. <laughs> um, well, good. I think don't you. you
2: don't y'all feel like though that there's a right now? I've because there's so many things that will happen. It's like, Oh, did you hear this person did this? And they say someone's name. And you're like, I fucking know that guy. Like I actually have had a good experience with that person. And uh, Oh my God. Know, this, yeah. And then you just start thinking now it's like, yeah, I could know someone like the back of my hand or think that I do. We have no idea. You, All we can do is like you could put people in your stuff that do the best job. And if they turn out to not be great people, that's not on you. That's no, the, I you know, know. like, no it's one not was fair worse. that people get ripped for someone else's behavior, you know. No, I
1: felt the same. Like I, like one of my closest friends was um, this kid uh, Adolf Hitler, and and I had <laughs> no idea, you know, because he was never that way, you know, in elementary school with me, you know. I mean, you know, and uh, but boy, people I, we just, we just, we just, his just
2: thought his facial hair of... grew
1: in weird. Yeah, we they, like, they,
2: I don't know. He followed me on Twitter, which <laughs> I, you know, it's like I'll make excuses for anybody if they follow me. Like, well. <laughs> You know, well, I, we didn't I, hear the other side of the story. I think we're being like really not fair.
1: <laughs> well, I think we're, we're th- this is going to be a long one because it, you're so fascinating, Billy. But I, I think I know, uh, I do
2: think we should have Billy come back for a part two.
1: I do because I want to talk more. I mean, I was like right before the pandemic, I know that Sophia Vergara was like who I worked with uh, on Modern Family Hold for Plus. Yeah, that's she, why, uh, I um, you can just
2: go ahead and say it. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But
1: she, <laughs> yeah. Uh, she was going to be on the, I, I think it got suspended the next season of Narcos, and I think she was going to play uh, Griselda. Uh, uh, isn't that the one? Isn't that the Who's the 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 Godmother? Yeah, you're,
0: you're right. La Madrina, the Godmother, Griselda, yeah. Blanco, actually, yeah, so Griselda I think Blanco. Yeah, she
1: was she was cast to play that. So um in in the in the latest Narcos, I would heard, and I just I, I have no idea like how that would work, but it's, <laughs> it seems interesting to me. But I you know that's fascinating. No, and by the way, that you, you know I just cooking cowboy I, when people like. Want to? it's such a good it is so educational and it's so like you were talking about like this is the last smoke i'll be i'll blow up your butt before we go to our recommendations Mm -hmm. but it is what i like about my favorite documentaries is that they're not just about the thing they're about the time i thought o.j made in america was a perfect documentary about the um, 90s and, yeah. and about a cultural moment and linking both Rodney King to that and where we were there and I, I you know I, the I, last
2: I, dance was like that too the
1: last dance exactly yeah. and I think like but Cocaine Cowboys was because yeah. you know I'm I'm older than you guys but I was young at the, you know it like, like I was off, I'm d- currently doing cocaine at the time of the Cocaine Cowboys <laughs> I, I, I discovered that in college we
2: gonna like, called this podcast Cocaine Cowboys yeah <laughs> but it
1: was just yeah but it was just um it's just, it's fascinating context and you're a really good storyteller and I appreciate that. Yeah, oh. well, thank, thank you. I mean, Cooking Cowboys, you know, I, I think I, I I have a style,
0: but like I always say like we are, we are there to serve the story. And so on yeah. Cooking Cowboys, I needed to get everyone on the same page. And I kind of, the style book was like, there will be no fades to black. There will be fades to white. There yeah. will be an, ex- yeah. like, I think the average feature has about, like on average, like 1,500 cuts. Yeah. Cooking Cowboys has nearly 5,000 cuts in it.
1: It felt. Um, it, felt yeah. it felt yeah It felt. It felt speedy. I mean, I, I really respected <laughs> that. No, but I mean that. Like it just like it. Took I know
2: it that. Just like that cocaine felt speedy. And, okay. and, and as much
0: as I love working with like the same composers and like because the, the best composers are very versatile, I needed to work with like Jan Hammer on that, yeah. who did yeah. four or five seasons of Miami. But like, I needed the whole thing to feel like almost like it was a product of the time in which it was. Produced because I thought that that was going to be sort of the winning formula on it. And, and, and no, I, I felt you know, like I was
1: sitting next to Philip Michael Thomas as you were doing the whole thing. <laughs> I really did.
2: I'm to um, say also a dog fight was a fantastic. Like, oh, that's you. the MMA one, right? Yeah. yeah. That is, not
1: the
0: way, that is DAWG. It's not a Michael Vick Yeah, yeah.
2: Thirdly, <laughs> dog fight. <laughs> yeah. Although we I should wanted to
0: see the Michael Vick one too. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to tell you, by the way, like, you know, I was there for like the first, the U part one was mm-hmm. part of the first gaggle of 30 for 30s like before yeah. they even knew if that was going to take off like before yeah. they even knew if they could get sponsors for 30 of them yeah. and now yeah. there's been like a thousand and oj is like a fucking masterpiece like masterpiece. oj oj it's the first documentary to become an egot i don't know how yeah. it did it but it it, it did it somehow <laughs> and, it, it and really had it was phenomenal it was, it was really the mic amazing. drop it was the yeah. mic drop of 30 for 30s and to me by the way like screwball me was like because we helped sort of invent that genre of like the sports porn unapologetic urban sport yeah. you know team with the U like to me screwball even though it wasn't a 30 for 30 like I always I, I took a at UM I took a um, film genres course uh-huh. and we were taught the cycle of a genre which of course is not a real thing but it's like a thing that film yeah, theory yeah. professors teach you but there's a lot of truth to it, in the I remember I don't remember all the the cycles, but one of the the end of it was parody, was that yeah. you know, yeah. and they they used horror as the example because Scream, Wes Craven came back and said, here's this genre I helped in the yeah. you know to invent in the modern day. I'm going to come and destroy essentially tear down so that it could be reinvented with like the Blair Witch, which became the new like that, and then. And then it could start all over again. You could do traditional, boo, you know, scare kind
2: of.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a natural thing. You see it in comedy, but you see it in all art. And I I, I really, it's my favorite thing about that stuff is because you reach a point, a saturation point where the audience becomes as conversant in the style as the filmmaker. And so, absolutely so they know what to happen so you can either then fall into tropes which were original 10 years ago but they're not anymore or you can take those tropes and 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 you can thwart expectation and still tell the story and in fact it's a better way to tell the story now because you have this educated audience yeah. and so, that and that was screwball for me yeah, I, I wanted would, to yeah. say like
0: i'm like i want to tear the thing that i was thinking yeah. west craven's scream like yeah. in yeah. the yeah. genre cycle i was like reinvent like not reinvent it kind of like I, by the way I mean tear it down in the most like yeah, reverent, no, I, I reverent
2: respectful sense and, and and when what you did like I've I feel like even like the OJ made in America you know I remember so, like hearing about that and, and the the first thing I read was like oh it's you know seven hours long <laughs> and my first thought was how many fucking more times do I need to hear how OJ killed his wife like I, I this is gonna be in one like i was fighting it and then i kept reading people saying like no 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 you don't understand you don't understand this is really and then watching it a game changer so you can take something that you know maybe people have seen people know the story behind screwball but you flipped it you flipped on it and you you told the story where it's more captivating it's far more interesting Versus- and I
0: think I think Danny should write the dramatic adaptation. I think we should do a comedy. We should do oh, a well, limited series. Oh, I love you're getting really
1: serious. But like- we should do a limited series. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's. I'm I'm ready to collaborate.
2: Let's we'll go. That. Heard it here let's first. Go.
1: Um, okay, <laughs> but this is like this is I, I don't like to talk this long to anybody. I'm kidding. You're fascinating, <laughs> um, Billy. When you're not when you're not making films or working with the, your new band Swan. How, um, what what have you been watching that you like? Give mean, give me like I mean, uh, one or two. What is with Billy Corgan and wrestling? I get shit. So people put at Billy
0: C-O-R into mm-hmm. Twitter and apparently my name comes up. And wow. so, because Billy Corgan got at Billy. He must've been an investor in Twitter. Cause like, but like wow. some shit happens on wrestling and people give me such shit for it, but I don't know what is going on. <laughs> Billy Corgan and like, they're like, why did you treat Daisy so mean? I'm like, what the are you t- like? It's obviously some wrestling drama, you know that. Like, like, know. You about, like, anyway, so I, I told Jenny, oh my god. So I'm like, when I work, I'm like in the zone, and I never watch anything. So I'm catching up on years of pop culture right now. I haven't like, like Queen's Gambit is like on the list. So what I've been watching, I'm watching two things. Um, like, well, I'm just starting the third season of Cobra Kai, which. Is if I ever come back, please have John Hurwitz on again because I need to like. I, I told, need to fucking. Yeah, I told Billy that we had John kiss the ring, ring, kiss the cool. ring. I will kiss his ring.
1: He yeah, touch Something that that with that show, it is just like it is a cultural fucking moment that he is that he, he brought
2: and, out. And in like Karate Kid Cobra Kai, I know Billy. We've we're the same age, and so we both went through that whole like oh my God, Karate Kid, it was so emotional and moving. You know, it's like, don't make fun of it because it, it really, and then Cobra Kai just was this love letter. And it's such, it, then it became like, oh my God, I'm really into this series.
0: Over, like, over the course of creating art, there are infinite number of decisions that have to be made yeah. from what to eat lunch that day to lines of dialogue, to casting characters, to how they deliver the life. there's it's like unlimited and any one of those being different like you ordered the wrong thing for lunch that day and you you had diarrhea on the set or you you were in a foul mood or you fought with your wife or your <laughs> husband like anything can go wrong and to me there's only one path to Cobra Kai being good okay yes. or watch or
1: or or watchable it's yeah. like. No, those are small targets. We call it that all the time. It's a tiny, tiny target. Yeah. I feel like Jojo Rabbit was that. Like, like, yes. like, yes. bullseye, bullseye. Yeah. Like, how, like,
0: it's alchemy. It is yeah. just, it's, it is like, I have nothing but reverence. And by the way, it's a fun show. It's not like this, ma- like, but it's a masterpiece somehow. Yeah. It's like, it's just like, it's, but how they, of course, nostalgia is a hell of a drug. I mean, like, wow. and, and it trades on that. But the way it trades on it, and the way it creates a new parallel universe with the next generation, and yeah. the way the like how many the, high way the kids love it, you're like, yeah. And the yeah. way, like, the wife, it, like Amanda, is so like derisive of the main conflict. Like your your karate telenovela, your karate soap opera. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> they have warring dojos. Like, yeah. the, the, like it's and then and of course <laughs> yeah, they made it,
2: her fantastic too. Like, I love it. and then when they like. I love that they didn't take the wife and go like, "You two, knock it off."
1: Oh, that's like, the biggest mistake in you know, all television. Yeah, where that, she was
2: you like, you're "Okay, fine. If you need to," like she hit the, she, like she's tough and she's never the person that's the nagging wife. Oof. That's like, I love the the female roles in that. I love that they had the girls also fighting. It's like, yeah, they're getting hit in the face with by a guy, but hell, they kicked. You know, she kicked. <laughs> like,
1: I love that.
0: It's somehow a comedy, like it's, but it's not, it, but it's not, it's not like, it's not like making fun of the, it's not, it's not disrespectful no. to, the, to, to the mythology. It's so reverential. It's yeah. love. It's,
1: it's like, you feel the love. They actually like the thing that they're talking about. They yeah. It was like, this was, you could feel in everything from the actors to the um, especially the actors, you know, the middle age actors mm. and to the, to the filmmakers. It's like, this was this is a meaningful piece of art for them and they're and they, they're handling it right. I love that. I love talking to John about it. I mean that was and, cool. that, and the,
0: the middle aged actors who are who who sell the karate as convincingly as they did
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. And, and, they, and, and they look fantastic, aged amazing. I'm sorry. And and
0: speaking of like I guess I guess it's a <laughs> comedy. I don't know what the genre but like but like and speaking of dis- like William Zabka is brilliant in it. I think he's brilliant in it. The fact so, that there's, like, an alternate universe to, like, the bully be- perceiving himself as the bully, and they're not being a good guy and a bad guy kind of in the show. Like, again, yeah. I'm just starting to see that. It's fucking unbelievable. It's a, it's, it's like this tightrope act that is, like, yeah. it's, it, it's insane. I just – I have – Nothing but and and that is is it is added to my lexicon the term hide the plantain let's don't play hide the plantain (laughs) as a as a Miamian that's a pretty
2: meaningful pop culture I will say I probably rewound that three times when he's like I'm not here to watch you (laughs) you hide the play hide the plantain I love that
0: wow that's amazing
2: what else in the modern family what I'm what I well what I'm what I'm watching
0: and we just finished unorthodox
1: oh I heard that's good I heard it's I heard it's a little Jewy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't finish it. It got a little too Jewy for me. Yeah, but by, by the way, speaking of which the sun just went down, I have to run. Um but, uh, no, they, but the but okay. no happy case off. We'll yes. I I mean I, I that's yes, too Jewish, I believe is what uh, yeah, is, yeah, yes, yeah. is what is what der Spiegel will calls okay. it. But I heard, very different from the book. The book, she just kind of leaves, puts on jeans and goes to art school. Like that's kind of like, yeah. in, like oh. she doesn't, but like they've turned it into this whole, like, I don't know, like born supremacy or something. It's like this, oh. it's like, it, it, but they add the intrigue that, in not right? a <laughs> very, in not a very forced way. Like it it, it feels like kind of organic and and and, and compelling. And, and I like the limited series. I like that format. I like yeah. the just like the finite
2: four episodes, seven episodes, eight. Yeah. I love that.
1: I love um, closed ended. I'm. I'm
2: I, like, I do too. Like Queen's Gambit. That's yeah. how I felt about the Queen's Gambit. You should bump that up on your list. I that was Danny. You told me to watch that. Yeah. I started well, it. a
1: seagull. It's like two queens, two gambity. I think. Um,
2: <laughs> I was like, oh, it's about Queen's about Gambit chess.
1: Tokyo Drift. What
2: no, <laughs> that looks awesome. So chess. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I got to tell, tell you, cloud through the whole thing. I loved it. I'm and I and it's an
0: HBO Max thing, but you know it. Uh, uh, west wing move from netflix to hbo max and i just felt like i needed a it was like the lemon sorbet course of the trump administration i needed Uh, to kind of cleanse the palate yeah yeah. and watch the west wing which is like it's fantastic it's fantastic
1: it's It's like
0: it's so
1: good I i didn't watch it while it was on and i caught it later and it's like wow, this is really good.
2: I actually have my, my mom who's, she's, she's on all my like Netflix, HBO Max. She has all my passwords and everything. So like she, I'll, I'll put her on a show. She gets into it. I'm like, great, I've got a week before she finishes that. And then she's going to call and go like, what next? I, ra- I finished, I told her to watch the West Wing. And she was obsessed. Like, she got so into it. It was on Netflix. And then I get this frantic phone call halfway through, like, a week later. And she It's gone. It was because it went to HBO Max. It's and terrible. I was like, just, you want to talk about somebody, when somebody blows something out of proportion, it's like, okay, that happened. Just take a deep breath.
1: What are we even doing in a real crisis?
2: Yeah. <laughs> just, just take your little finger and go over to the purple square. And you push that. Type in West Wing. And... But bibbidi-bobbidi-boo, it's all there. And she was like, okay, oh, right, I just got freaked out. You know, she was so, she loved it. She was so sad when it ended. But it's a great yeah, series. Yeah, I'm, I'm binging
0: it. It's, it's, bad. And I worked with John Spencer on L.A. Law when I was a kid, who is just, like, so good in that. And, like, and well, first of all, everybody's so good in yeah. that show. It's like, the, again, it's like an alchemy. It's like Modern Family. It's an alchemy cast. It's no, like, I play how play. do I you...
1: I play poker with weekly on on Zoom with uh, Josh Molina. And so we're always, you know, giving him West Wing stuff. Uh, <laughs> I'm falling apart. My throat's closing, but do you, Jenny, tell me what you got.
2: I'm just going to suggest watching all of Billy's stuff and not um, Justice League that I started in May of 2006, I think, and I'm still <laughs> trying to fucking finish it. Well,
1: I'm going to drink some water, and I want to talk about Justice League. I fuck it. I'm, I'm breaking I got to leave at 530, but I got to tell you this.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay. I started this. Let me let me tell you the best way to watch it, though, and what I did at the beginning of the pandemic was I just went, like, I'm not a weed-smoky person or whatever, but I, I'm not afraid of an edible like to sleep but i just went and got like a bag of fucking really strong edibles and got the disney plus app and got i started watching superhero movies which i never did before like i just <clears throat> went through all the marvel things so <coughs> this week i was like all right this is justice league all right let's do it that why is it that fucking long like it <laughs> just- looked like the whole time ben affleck was like At a costume party he didn't want to be at
1: I saw that tweet I fucking (laughs) love that so much It's the perfect description of his performance
2: It was like There he was in this Batman costume With all this shit And he looked ashamed Like he looked ashamed The whole time he was just like I gotta turn around and go like I'm Batman I gotta say some shit But I I I really want to Let me get an Uber And I'm gonna get the fuck out of there Like that's how it felt
1: My my favorite thing about it Is without a doubt Every time Wonder Woman comes on the screen (laughs) They start playing some weird sort of <sighs> uh, and there is no scene she can walk into. Well, like it's like
2: I was like the, I got my period every time that fucking song came on. <laughs> like, it was so stupid.
1: <laughs> She's walking like just in the background of a scene to grab like a like a like a, 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 a sunny d from the fridge. And It's like uh, it's like, every <laughs> fucking
2: thing. Is, I tell you, what my friend? Oh, there's a siren right outside. Oh. Uh, but uh (laughs) this comedian friend of mine jackie fabulous not her christian name don't the the
1: connecticut Fabulous. yeah
2: (laughs) i saw that she tweeted she was like i don't know what's happening here but i would let every cast member run a consensual train on me like why is everyone (laughs) so beautiful (laughs) like literally everyone on that show was so pretty they were like alarming like it was like shockingly beautiful people throughout yeah. justice yeah I mean, I, I, jason momoa should have worked out before it i think <laughs> but um you know take, i would have uh, i would have shampooed and dried his hair if he asked me to like oh my god lisa bonet should take a like do a master class on dudes that like yeah, she, she made lenny kravitz someone's sloppy seconds that's amazing remar- <laughs> remarkable um, but yeah, Justice League was my... Uh, and yeah. then I watched the Falcon or Soldier. I just started that.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm on the fence so far on that, but it seems okay.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's only been one episode. And yeah. I still had to catch up on all the Marvel ones. What have you been watching, though, Danny?
1: I watched that... Speaking of reenactments, I'm not sure it quite worked. Um, but it was interesting. Was the college scandal...
2: Oh, I watched that...
1: And, you know, with Matthew Modine is playing like, yeah, you know, which I, is in a weird way, it's not like screwball, yeah, the way that you used it's screwball, but it wasn't funny. And, um, <laughs> Operation Varsity Blues, yeah, yeah right, I, it, right, it, right. I, I thought it was fascinating. I, I there's, I'm not stylistically, I had, you know, I was on the fence stylistically, but I was like, I was riveted the whole time. And I just watched episode one of Into the Storm, the Q documentary about what these fucking oh. nuts it's. I I, I I have this, you know, they released two. I couldn't bring myself to watch two, not because it's not good, but because it's just like it is the end of civilization when you watch it. But uh mm. apart from that, that's it. That's what I got. Hey Billy, man, this has been fun. And I really do wanna I mean, we say this and we usually don't mean it. I would love to have you back and do yeah. a, a part two, like and not like wait like you know, like in the soon because I, like, I, I have so many questions still. we
2: going to have you back on next week, maybe next Friday we'll
1: do it. I, I was
0: like, I honestly, like I, I probably just babbled for now, but like I was so flattered when when Jenny reached out and so excited to to be here uh, with you guys. And mm-hmm. and so, I mean, any time.
1: Because I'm going to, because I'd actually love to, I'm going to watch these suggestions of yours that I've missed and I I, I, I know I'm going to want to talk to you about it and you're fucking delight, man. It's great. Yeah. It came on, I've, I've had, my voice is going from fucking COVID, but you, uh, you, you, car- <laughs> you, carried us, man. That was fucking great. So thank you.
2: Thanks, Danny. Oh, I appreciate that.
1: Yeah, well, Jenny, thank you.
2: <laughs> Billy, Jenny, you carried us. I, Thanks, Danny, for that. No,
1: Danny, if it makes you feel better, I feel feverish and I didn't mean that because you know I love you.
2: I, I know. I was, I was a joke. I was a joke.
1: I just think you're the best. I just, I yeah. I find you with the light. And, um, and, and Je- Jenny Johnson, I love your
0: vaccine. Thank you. Johnson, oh. and J- Jenny Johnson and Johnson. Johnson and I Johnson. Your, I love your I wanted work.
2: To get the, I actually wanted to get that one just because of. Is it, yeah. is it true that you get a nickel for everyone, every Johnson and Johnson yeah, vaccine? Yeah, it's going to be like Johnson. all my residual checks from Johnson.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, but if there turns out to be side effects, she's also liable. So. Uh...
2: <laughs> and I may show up whenever I want and stay in your house and like. <laughs> Hang out with your pets. Give your dog a bath.
1: Yeah, right. make, uh, yeah, make baby shampoo for you. That won't make you cry. Well, thank you. Thank, uh, thank Doing It Nation. I'm, I'm just gonna <laughs> calling him Doing It Nation. I
2: like Doing It Nation. I feel like that's a great name for our our And uh,
1: we got some great fucking shows coming up, including the return of uh, Billy okay. Corbin. Thank you so much.
2: Thank you all very much. Thank you, Billy.